Hey guys, awesome episode today. An STD scare and a first date with a friend? Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Yeah, that's right. The studio audience is back again. We did an alone episode on Tuesday. We turned the lights down. I did it from the quiet of my own closet. Now I have come out from the closet to the studio. That's right. We have live performances before every show. And now that, you know, our artists, uh, her name, what's a uh, Tranquil? Mm-hmm. Tranquil has a beautiful voice. Tranquil sang for the studio audience here. She's here. She's just leaving. She just gave us a little outro. Uh, she warms them up, and now we're here. Get them going. Get them going. Shelby, you're back. Good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on, man? So much. Always, so much. Always vague and a lot at the same time. I like it. Just doing New York City the best that I can. That's right. I like that you speak in Hallmark card lines. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, we have, I just was in San Diego and L.A. It's good to be back. Uh, traveling all over this great nation of ours. That's what a what a country. The great heartland. That's right, man. I wasn't in the heartland. I was actually in San Diego, which those people, you know, wouldn't even know what to do with themselves in the in the heartland. But they're nice people, nonetheless. They are good people. Just just you know, everything they say about California is true. All the stereotypes exist for a reason. You know, you just just talk to them. They're Hey, man, what's going on? Very laid back. Laid back. People barely wear shoes. It's just sandals and pants and, you know, board shorts, and it's all there. They love a board short. Love a board. And, you know, they're healthier. They live a healthier life out there. They're not, you know, you go outside. I would go outside. So we stayed at a beautiful resort and... uh, uh, in Coronado, which is next to San Diego, like basically like a little island next to it. Like if a big wave came, it would take out the whole island. Mm-hmm. And you walk out in the morning, there's surfing over there, there's yoga over here, there's spin classes outside. You take a deep breath of that ocean air. <sighs> You're like, oh my God, my heart works again. Clears you out. Clears you out. Um, I'm going to be coming back to the West Coast very soon. So. Very excited about all the traveling and stuff going on. I'm coming to your town. Where are you going? J-Train's pulling through. Choo-choo. Choo-choo, motherfucker. We got some stuff going on, okay? And we need you to, to motivate. I need you to be my, my, my cheerleaders, okay? Give me a J. Give me a T. Give me an, a, give me an R-A-I-N. That's J-Train, baby. And you're coming to the shows, okay? Bring a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, Anyone with ears. And if they like to laugh, that's even better. 
Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts at the Woo-Ha-Ha. Going to be in Nashville, Zanies, Nashy Town. Love Nashville. Want you guys there with me. Going to be Mohegan Sun. That's in Connecticut. Mohegan Sun, baby. And Seattle. Love Seattle. It's a great town. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. It's the San Diego of the Northwest. That's what they say. It's the San Diego of the Upper Northwest. I, I'm a big Pac-Nor guy. I love the Pacific Northwest. So I'm excited to go to C- Seattle. Uh, of all those. I, you know, Worcester, you know, the, you know, Worcester, they say, is the Seattle of Massachusetts. Not, you know, I mean, we're talking Seattle versus Worcester. Who do, what are you more excited for? But a show's a show. I'm pumped to do these shows. Um, very excited about today's guest. And a return guest. Been a long time. Happy to have him back. Justin Silver, thank you for coming on, buddy. Happy to be here in front of the studio audience up it's here in packed. Harlem. Packed. It's good to meet the very handsome and hair-dense Shelby. Lot of, yeah, Shelby. That hairline... Pe- People would be very jealous of. Gorgeous. I don't. I just got a haircut and I'm not happy about it. What? What? Excuse me. Why the the crowd? The hush is coming the crowd. It. What happened? Why don't you like it? I, we like it. Hold on. Take off the headphones for two seconds. It's they did a little too short. Look at their ears. Three days. You're gonna feel. Oh, great. the ears. They went a little. They. Mm. You know. Yeah, I see what you're talking about with the ear situation. Mm-hmm. It was a different guy. They just went, they high and tighted you, is what but they I did. But I like it. It's a summer cut. I guess I didn't want it this high or cut. this tight. You wanted it a, a little, little bit lower. A little A little looser. bit looser. <laughs> yeah, what you know what this is? Did I call this? This is you're on your hair period. So like in a few, like in a week, you're going to be like fresh. You're going to feel great. Dude. You're on your hair period. I know, hair period. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? It's so when, it's when you get the haircut and you're like, I don't like anything about it's like it. It's like that. Emotional. There's two hair periods. Okay. The, I, I'm with you. The, I, I'm with you. I'm going through a hair period myself. The, Go ahead. The first, you're on the second hair period. I'm on the second hair period. The yeah. first hair period is right after you get the cut. You're like, eh, I need three days. Mm-hmm. And then the, fr- yeah. and then is three days bef- right before you get the haircut. You're like, you're on your hair period. I, uh, I usually yeah. skip the first. They usually, you usually only have one hair period. The guy yeah. nails it. I, I know exactly you know what exactly you're talking what I about. I, sometimes I'll get a hair. So right now when I get a haircut, I'll go through hair. Pe- I'll have like six hair periods throughout a haircut because I'll get the haircut. Then they'll go, uh, you know when they make you look in the mirror and then they go, do you want to, is this short enough? And you go, go a little, but you're like, I like it. Yeah. You ever get midway through a haircut and you're like, stop, stop right, right now. now. Yes. 100%. This is the one. Never. Never? I, uh, I just go, let, I'll, let the, I'll let them finish. Let the pro, let the, pro, let the artist do I don't his wanna, work. I don't want to interrupt. I, well, I'm with you. That's why I never do it. I never like get up from the chair. Can I ask the room? Please. Salon or barbershop guy, Shelby? This it's looks barbershop. Technically, it's this looks hmm, salon. It is a barbershop, but they call it a salon. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. I don't know. No, 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 no. Do women go or not? Here's the thing. That's the difference to me. You don't go uh, yes. a barbershop. Ring, ring on the door. Foreign dude. You know, ethnic guy. Yeah, I got a Dominican you, goes, guy. He's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Looks at you. Goes ah, da, 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 sit down, and then you sit down. And you worry for your life for a while. Salon, you walk in and like everyone kind of, and you're the one straight dude where they all look at you like fresh meat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? What are you? So I grew up a barber guy. You grew, grew up a barber guy. I went to one barber until I was probably 
you know, 28th. Same guy. My dad went to the same guy. My grandfather went to the same guy. Really? We all, yeah. We all went to, and we would follow him. That's like places. a doctor when I was a kid. You would go to the doctor well, Ryman. I've, it was everyone's doctor. Yeah, this is us a barber. We never went to the doctor. No. We all had a, everyone has heart attacks. Dude, well, there's the thing. But, they used to, you know what they call it? They have the red and the blue. Uh, it's the bloodletting. So you would go to the barber and they would also cut you to like really? clear your blood out. That's why you have the swirling red and blue. It's veins and blood. Is that what that it's, is? Yeah. So the barber would do things that were considered medicinal. So wow. you're right on board. Continue the story. Please. Justin Silver walking in with straight up mythology. I bring knowledge myths. to Harlem. Yeah, for the studio audience. Who's going to tell them this? Going crazy. I I would go to the same barber. My brother, my dad, my cousins. At one point, I think my cousins got into an argument with him, and they left him. And that was like drama. Like, and then <laughs> you talked about it at Passover yeah, dinner. My like, grand, well, we never talked about it. My <laughs> grandparents would go to the same guy, um, and and then we'd follow him around like he was fucking fish, and uh, go to his different places. But with him, you know, I've been trained. He was an older man, so he would take the full half hour. Yeah. So that was you know when you got like a twelve o'clock appointment, you weren't getting out at twelve twenty twenty. That's so. I've been trained right. that a ha- haircut takes a full half hour. Like you'd have to be there the whole time. So your barbershop with salon commitment. Yeah, but then well now I'm going to salon. So then I, you know, you grow up, you become a man, you have your bar mitzvah, and then all of a sudden I'm a wayward soul. I don't have a barber. I tried going in Harlem. Uh, you can't do that that's as a, a white thing. guy. No, you you can't. just I, I mean, that sounds horrible. I've talked about it on stage before because I went I walked into a You bar- don't want your name inscribed on the back of your Dude, head. Is that they what don't <laughs> and, and, and it goes both ways. I know it does. Black people don't go to white barber shops and white people just can't it's just they're not used to it. It's a different type of haircut. Yes. Well, I right? go to a Hispanic barber shop. That's what you I go do. to a Hispanic Hispanic floats. I go Hispanic. They go between the races. There's everybody there. They do everybody. Barbers included. The, the, yeah. the barber, they are getting haircuts. The well, the barbers and the cli- the barbers themselves and the clientele are a mix of the rainbow. That's the, that's they're the smoking thing. their own product. You you have that. to see someone of your own in the barber shop to be able to know that there's going to be you're going to do an okay. I went up here and the guy literally circled my head yeah. being like he was literally looking at me like, "All right, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I can do this." Like I was like, "Dude, have you done this before?" It's 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 one of those things that doesn't get talked about because it's an uncomfortable conversation because right now in in these times in the climate. Yeah, you what are you going to you're like, "Well, I can't go to a haircut in Harlem." What? You know, I think I'm playing, I'm sort of like a mix between a barber shop and a salon guy, because here's the deal. I go to a Hispanic barber, Mm -hmm. but it's in Chelsea, Manhattan, in the most posh building, and it's like, it's 50 bucks to sit down, and it's like, and they do, it's like the ethnicities are everybody that's in Chelsea, a lot of white gay guys. Chelsea, they have, to survive as a barber or haircut salon people, you have to do everybody in yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, but the, it's a lot of white gay guys that they do, and so they like, you know, and they're, they're great. particular. They are, they're finicky. Finicky, to say the least. <laughs> I think finicky is the word to use. Yeah. My guy, my usual people. That's the name of my barber I had in Harlem. <laughs> finicky? <laughs> finicky. <laughs> yeah, I go to Finicky. He's great. You need an air horn on yeah. this show. Like, we have it. <laughs> you nailed that. Shelby, what were you saying? My 
barbers, uh, the usuals, were not there, so I got a different guy. So this is what it, so you call us, them the yeah. usuals. Now that in this climate, mm-hmm. that's very racist. That's very um, racist. No, but the you, usuals. I think it looks good. I'm with Justin. I, I think, think Shelby's haircut I, looks good. I pointed a, it out. Thank you. Yeah. So, but maybe it's uh, because the ear you're wearing the headphones were missing the part that is. But I think the hair period thing. I had it where. Mid haircut, I'll be like, "Stop right now!" Then I'll finish the haircut, and I'll be like, "This isn't as good as it was ten right. minutes ago." I think that too. I get upset Th- for that. Then I get home and I shower, and I'm like, "This is how it should look." Then now I'm at the period where it's grown in. I need, I want the haircut to shape my face, so I want it to like kind of go up, up into the, the f- side, front to the side. But now it's there's too much on the left side of my head, so it just looks like I'm squared out. So this is how yeah. long after the cut? It's been a couple weeks. I I want I actually I'm gonna go right. So from you here ha- and get a so you, I'm going too. So you have yeah. a few weeks of like, huh. you get yeah, to relax to at some relax. point in this I, process. I got a great haircut when I was in Vegas. This is haircut talk uh, every month, Tuesday and Friday. By the way, you with your you, know, you guys can subscribe. I one one time the woman looked at me. She goes, "I want to do like a fade." And I go, yes. And she was so confident. What bothers me about the haircut, and this I don't think this happens for women. Women go in with like a picture of Jennifer Aniston and go, this is what I want. And if they don't get it, the woman knows that this they're going to sue. Yeah, there's, there's issues here. Like this is a major they're thing in a woman's life. They're blowout and they're dying yeah, and they have to post it on process. Instagram. There's a whole... It's like getting yeah. a Bentley detail. I could imagine how awkward it would be as a woman to not post it on Instagram after. It'd be like, no, 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 I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't even want to put on have stories. You, have you seen that? At <laughs> just some, for a day? Like salons are like just for women. You know those ring lights? Yes, I know, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. They have them like in the front, so like because of social Show media now. Yes, I, I don't blame them. If I saw good hair on, if I saw a dude with the haircut that I wanted, and he posted from a from a salon, I go, okay, I'm going. And it was in my general vicinity. They, I, I this woman was like, I want to give you faith. And and the thing about the male barber problem, and this might not relate to women, they'll go, what do you want to do? And it's like I don't know anything to do here. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking. You're the artist, just like Shelby said. Do you do you, and then we'll discuss afterwards. I know what I want, but this guy, he's uh, it's a specific. But you know, there's like you see in movies, like the psychotic guy who like never talks, mm. but they know he's like psycho. Kinda. Yeah, he's look kind of like that. Like I don't know how much English he speaks, and mm. is he's like. So you mm. walk up, you go, "Hey, man, haircut," and then he goes. Mm. Like he doesn't say anything, kind of not even just like a, but not not this like this must have been weird because you are not a talkative guy either. Yeah, but he had like a the big uh, lips tattoo on his neck. You Ooh, know that's that? a, I I and trust a guy with that. Another, I'd be like, this is tat- an artist. Yeah, but guys got good hand and knuckle tattoos. I think the guy's an artist. Lip yeah. tattoo on the neck. That's like I don't know. That's but interesting. But now, but now we know what that means. Now we know what that means. It, it means is too high, too tight on the side by the ear. That's right. That's what lips mean. It is interesting that barber, salon person with tattoo, do whatever you'd like. Like if a guy walked up with like, you know, glasses and a pocket protector, I'd be like, no, 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 no we no. need a new guy. Right. He could be the he could be the the, the best barber of all time. I'd still be like, uh, you got to look like a guy who works like on one of those reality auto shows. Yes. Like they can build like, you know, yeah, knuckle you could, tattoos. You, you gotta need look to be a able like to build, build an engine. Yes. And cut my hair. Right. Like a little bit like 
like hipstery tattoo type of thing. Just, yeah, Justin yeah, exactly. Silver's here with a great head of hair. There's a lot of good hair in this Thank building you. right now. We have, this is like we have a whole segment on this that you were a part of. Well, on my this show. is true. <laughs> I just did his podcast. All of you need to check it out. No disrespect. No disrespect. He does it with Mike Vecchione, also a fop, friend of the podcast. Uh, you guys do it every week, and every I was week. just a guest. you got to go check it out. Fun, fun show. What I like about it is it has segments, and yeah. it's got you take it seriously, but you don't take yourself too seriously. Right. We put a lot of work, a lot of effort into it. We bring our favorite guests on, like great comics. You were fantastic yeah. on it. And we do like a straight-up interview for the first 30 minutes. That's all fun. And then it's just segments, 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 and we cater them to each different guest knowing that you'll fall into them. So we put a lot of thought, a lot of effort into it, but it's just by the time we get there, we're relaxed, and it's fun, and it moves real quick. It's a great time, and my episode might not be out yet, but you should all go check out No Disrespect. Yeah, in two weeks, you. Two weeks, I'll be out. But go, you know the best way to go check that out? Laughable. Laughable. It's been a, been a while since we mentioned Laughable. Laughable is the podcast app that is the best app for listening to podcasts. You can go look up Justin Silver, see all his appearances on this show, as well as No Disrespect and his other podcasts. Uh, Neurotica. Neurotica. Yeah. Go check it out. Go enjoy at I am Justin Silver on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Super fucking funny. Thank All you of you buddy. guys are going to love them. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, dude. I'm excited to be here. I'm pumped. Let's do it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Lots of emails. We went through a lot on the solo episode, uh, episode, and they just keep coming in. STD from an X. Oh, this. Yeah. Do you have any STD? Yeah, that's right. We got in serious just I now. Just, you know what? I just got tested. I got a full panel test of everything. Yep. And clean as a whistle. They, uh, the audience is very happy. But about they that. Uh, told Good me my you. liver levels are high for um, sugar. And I said, me? Sugar. But, no. but you can't catch sugar Tranquil. through sex. Tranquil singing along when you. <laughs> Thanks to your clean test. Yeah. Good for you. She's Liver. singing. She's singing right to my clean penis. That's right. I like when they ask you, "What, what do you want to test?" Like everything. Everything. Why? Who? No, I want to come back every two weeks and get a different test. Everything. And fuck with my head. Why? Why would they? You want chlamydia and then a little taken off the side? Yeah, yeah. Mm. They're like the yeah. barber. Yeah, that's exactly right. My doctor doesn't have lip tattoos on his neck, though. Yeah. Well, that might they they they'd be the one that would know the may, might know the STDs the best. That's a good point. So, have you ever gotten an STD? Have you ever gotten an STD? Not nothing not, not not curable in like two week type of thing. Sure, so nothing like uh, nothing serious. Hey there, my ex and I broke up six weeks ago after being together a little less than a year. It ended amicably. We were uh, where we both hoped that we could be friends and stay in touch. We gave each other space and didn't talk until last week when I found out that I now have HPV, which can only be from him. That's not a big deal. Right? Yeah, well... Well, I don't know. Oh, well, for, a, for woman, a woman... Oh, she a woman. It's different. Yeah, this is a lady writing in. A guy has it. I, I, I know very little. I know... Let most, me just say that right now. Most men are carriers of it, but that don't express it. A lot of times, women are carriers and don't express it. There's, there's vaccinations for it... Okay. ...that women can get, and I know that certain strains of it can be can cause ovarian cancer in women, but it's only certain strains that do. Okay. But I think even those are curable, and what can happen is after a certain period of time, you can revaccinate for it. 
I know. Uh, I, yeah, I know. Like all I know is that HPV is a thing. To me, it's it's funny with like, you know, with the internet. You know, you put something out there, and then you find out one person, and it's like a, it's affected them in a way that you can't even understand. Yeah. So then you're like, "Fuck, I can't." Like, I saw a bus full of uh, just people that were. It was like a party bus, and then I posted. I was like, "Look at this bus full of HPV," right. and it was just like a bunch of dudes just getting drunk and whatever. And then someone wrote back, well, like, like horrified, and I was like. Okay, I'll take it down. I, I didn't even know. Uh, I, this is ignorance more than it is anything. I have, and I was I, like, I didn't even know. And I thought it was a curable thing. I know I know about the ovarian cancer where you can like, it can go that way. But I know it's can. not everybody. Like, it's, I think that's incredibly rare, in fact. I make jokes about HPV on stage. You do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So And you haven't had that where someone's like, oh, my God, my no, grandmother. I've, I've, I've never heard anybody who... I, I think most people car- have that or carry that. I mean, she's writing in about it right now, so I, I'm feeling yeah. like she's okay. She writes, I called him to let him know, and as soon as the conversation the topic was over, he wanted to catch up and said how beautiful I looked in recent photos while I, while trying to ask if I'm seeing anyone now. Since, he- <laughs> since we both have HPV, can yeah. we gang out again? <laughs> Does he want to get back together? What the hell is this about? I would genuinely love to catch up sometime and grab a coffee, but after that cringeworthy conversation, I'm just not sure what his motives are. Any advice is appreciated. Do you have any thoughts on this? Well, those are two separate things. Well, I think they're somewhat connected. I think like... um, Because they shared vulnerability together over the discussion? um, To me, if I was to get a call from... Like, I think like... And a lot of women don't believe this. But I think when uh, something ends, guys generally want them... You know, are... I think the reason a lot of things end badly is because guys are trying to get women to not be mad at them forever yeah. you know it is an ego thing where we're like well i was so great and wonderful there you know there must be you know shattered <laughs> that we're broken up now so like this whole thing of like we wanted to stay friends they she says they broke up amicably they decide you know we we would stay in touch gave each other space didn't talk until they found out about the hpv if i got a call back about the hpv it would be like okay Dude, you got to go fucking smooth this over again. Right. The, like to me, his offer of like, hey, let's get back together is, is him being like, let me make sure this is still amicable. Right, right, right. I see what you're saying. He's trying to just make sure that he's trying to smooth the bumps out again. Yes. Because like, especially after something like this, it's like kind of cringy. And when, you like, end, uh, when you end something and then you walk away, it's a release. You're like, okay, that, that is responsibility is off my shoulders. But. You're staying away for a couple weeks. You're still still a little bit walking on eggshells, being like, "Does this person hate me? Am I? You won't. You don't want to see them out. Do you no, know what I mean? You don't want to look at their social media. Wanna- no. And he's saying. So when someone comes back and goes, "And you fucking gave me HPV," you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck. I'm evil guy again." You know? Yes. I I see what you're saying. It could be that. That could be. That could be one aspect of it. The other thing is that. The, the conversation that they have, even though it's a little cringy, he could have felt a little um, vulnerable or insecure. Sure. And then at that point, you kind of feel a little bit more like uh, it, it might have opened him up a little bit more. Like, if they, we don't know what type of dude this is. If he's like the kind of dude who's not as emotional and then this caused him to be a little bit more vulnerable, oh, then he's now like, oh, The second option chick. is like, oh, wow, look how cool she was about that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She like, sounds like a cool chick. Of course. Oh, by the way, in- I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to sound like I was being insensitive about the HP. Thing. I was trying no, to, not at I was all. Trying to, I was try- more trying to shed light on the fact that I think it's not like a night 
nightmare. No, I, so. I listen. If she wrote in and was like, "I have HP, life is over." You right. know, like I think the email would be different. <laughs> right. I'm with you. I, I, I would think it's not the biggest of deal just under the way she wrote in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know. Why does he want to come back? I think any opening to someone that you've broken up with or been broken up with or whatever, it serves as like you, you, you're coming back in as like, I don't, let's be cool. I, I think like when you get brought back in, it's almost like, okay, now you got to shut the door behind you again. Yeah. You know, like this conversation doesn't mean anything. I don't think it's a reason to get back together. I Certainly don't think, not. I, I think he says like we should get together to... You know, because he's lonely. Yes, yes, yes. You know, he's like, okay, she'll still talk to me. That means she might fuck. And then we, you know, we already decided we don't want to be together. So I'm off the hook for being serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that one. You know, like. Yes. The the way guys operate with exes is like, you know, a lot of times we're just unoffended. Especially if it broke up amicably. We're like, hey, but, you know, she's seen my penis. You know, you're back. I mean. Now that we're here, we might as well. We I'm, both have HPV. I've never fucked an ex. I've never cheated or fucked an ex. So yeah. I don't. I might be a little bit more. Uh, I'm a little different in this regard, but I mm. do know men who are most. The majority of men, I think, are the way you're describing it. I just think when she asked, "Does he want to get back together?" No. Okay. No. I think what he wants to do is be around someone he feels comfortable with. Because when you break up with someone, it's lonely. Yep. You just lost out on someone you used to text every day, and now it's gone from 30 texts a day to zero. Whatever the number is 100%. to zero. And so, A, we should hang out. It's more him saying, you should be around when I'm lonely, but we're also moving on. Yeah, there's the void. There's you, you, No one's, no one's going to fill that void and that gap is better than you fit it because it's shaped like you. Yeah. <laughs> JTrainPodcast.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here's a would you rather smell edition. Okay, one or the other. What would you rather have? Have fart breath forever or not be able to smell anything for the rest of your life? Basically, no sense of smell. My friends are currently debating this. Thanks. What do we think? Wait, would you rather have fart breath? Your own? Fart breath forever. Yours. It'd be uh, your fart, but it'd be your breath is fart breath. My breath smells like a fart to everybody in the world. Every, forever. Or you no sense the, of smell. I don't even need the or. <laughs> you're no, you want the other one. Yeah, fuck the sense of smell. You, you're out on sense of smell. The first thing I thought of on the sense of smell was like smelling a woman when I'm kissing her. Mm. And then I was like, well, that's never going to happen with the fart breath. So mm. there we go. Fart breath takes you out of women. You like don't death. think? No, I'm with you. What do you? I mean, would gum cover up the fart breath smell, or would it just be lipstick on a pig? Would it just be it's lipstick on a pig? You're just gonna get minty fart take, the second you take the gum out, and then your guy's constantly chewing gum. How bad is my jaw gonna hurt? All yeah. day I'm chewing. Shelby, if you didn't have a sense of smell, like a mouse died in your apartment, you couldn't. You would smell never it. know. And then people That's, would come some over. Some would say that's a blessing. But people would come over and be like, what so you, died? You're taking the fart breath. I am. People may talk about you. Wow, Shelby's apartment smells like a dead rat. But there's less of a chance of them talking about you for that, but more of a chance of them saying Shelby's got fart breath. 
I can't think of the amount of times. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I look, you have something. I can't think of the amount of time. Okay, I can't think of the amount of times that I've been like, hmm, my apartment really stinks here. Mm. And if I just lit some incense every day and made sure I had a cleaning lady well, once a week. That's the thing where it's like fart breath. That's twenty four seven. Always have gum on you. No sense of smell. Always make sure the apartment smells good, quote unquote, to others. Shelby, any? But New York City in? also has a lot of weird, random smells. Do you get to miss those? Yeah, so... You, I'll, I'm going to have to go take the tough choice and go fart breath. You're going with fart breath? Yeah. So that you can smell the bad smells in New York City? No, you see, you don't have to, right? No, if it's would you rather. You either have fart breath, a breath that smells like a fart, mm-hmm. or you don't smell anything ever again. You got stumped on this. I did. I got I mixed and combined them. <laughs> oh, you thought one was you have this and the, the advantage is you get right, that, that's right. a different okay. type of hypothetical. Okay. So you're going with not smelling again. Sure. Don't, yeah, that's, don't make me for I didn't force you into this. No, I'm just confused. Well, you either <laughs> your, your breath either smells like it came out of your asshole or you can't smell anything ever again. One or the other. How is this confusing to everybody? What's going on? They were combined. Okay, fine. Uh, fart breath. There. You'd rather have fart I, breath. I don't like the way you, you answered that question as if I forced you into that. Oh, I can't get my mind out of not have if one's not the other. So no, it's one or the other. It's you can't, you, you can't reset your thinking on this right now. So I don't have. I guess no smells then. I don't know. I, I don't know. Trust any answer. <laughs> any answer you give from now right on now. feels like it's been forced. I'm going with no more smelling. Me too. I'm not. T- fart breath is is one of those things that people would talk about you the rest of your life. You'd walk out of every room. Everyone would have something to say. There it is. You know the people who have that smell like they got that thing on their throat, like when you're sick. And mm. They always have that smell in their breath. I yeah. can't. It's, it's awful. It's too much. It's awful. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Ooh. I love this sponsor. Roman, Roman, Roman. Guys are terrible about taking care of their health. Listen, you just heard us talk about it with our haircuts and our doctors. Whether it's a knee injury, back, uh, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it. I'm guilty of it myself. Listen, people. To go to the doctor for me is a fucking big deal. Um, it's a pain in the ass. It's out of the schedule. You know, you know, it's embarrassing. You got someone looking at. I just went to the dentist and they're looking at me like, "What are you? you you're 34. You don't floss. You know, like they're looking at you like that. It's just a, the same. So you, we want to take care of these things, but the process is just uncomfortable. And the same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of men who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman, Roman, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop where you can chat with a licensed U.S. physician who can treat ED if safe and appropriate. Ship medication right to your door. So listen, for a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's Get. Roman.com slash J train for a free online visit. Get Roman.com slash J train. You don't have to do some like weird scheduling a doctor's appointment. You're dreading it. Maybe it makes the whole process easier. And, and you know what, with a lot of this shit, 
you know, doctors. It's just about doing it. Once you've done it, it's crossing it off a list. I'm a list guy. I make a list every day. Once you cross out the list, you're like, I did it. I accomplished a task. And it's the same with your body. Your peace of mind is everything. Go get Roman.com slash J train. Get involved. Love that sponsor. Is he really moving? Jared, huge fan of both this and you up podcast. Saw you at Laugh Boston recently as well. Don't worry, I tell all my friends about it as a rate re- as well as rate review. Subscribe. Thank you. Anyways, wanted to reach out about dating issue I'm having. This guy and I matched on Bumble a few months ago and have been out four times. Mm. The, things were going really well uh, for a while. Then out of the blue, he texts me and apologizes for being distant, which I honestly hadn't even noticed. He said he had been sick and was embarrassed for me to see him like that. I said that was fine and to let me know when he was feeling better. Then a week later, he texts me saying he was still feeling shitty and thinking about moving back to Kansas or to Colorado where he went to school and wasn't really loving the city life. I was super understanding about it, and then he said he wasn't even sure, just something he was thinking about. Now he's asked me to go to a concert with him next week, so I'm wondering if he's really moving or just said that to make make sure things stay casual so he has an out. Should I go out with him, or is it a bad idea? Thanks a bunch. Also wanted to mention that he only moved out here originally for a girl, LOL. Not sure if that changes anything. What do you think? He's just a little all over the board, this guy right now. Mm. You know? I think she's reading too deep into someone who's just kind of like not settled. Sounds like in terms of his, in terms of like uh, whatever woman situation he's I, in. I love that she gives this whole scenario where he's like wishy wash about where he lives and what he's doing, and he, yeah. and then she's like, oh, also he moved here for a girl. Not sure if that makes any difference. Yeah, it makes a whole ton of fucking difference. That's a character study. This is a dude. This is a dude who had, you know, I think I think you're as ready to date as you are with your own life. Yes. So, yes, yes. Like, if you're, if you, and this is, I'm not sure if it's female, but I can speak for men that men like to know. Okay, I, I'm, I'm doing this job. I'm making this amount of money. I have this much time. It's more mathematical for a lot of men, where it's like, and, and this is going well. So this thing will happen in two months, and this thing will happen in one year. And now a girlfriend, I can feel good about myself. To have a girlfriend, I feel confident enough that I deserve a woman in my life. One hundred percent. I that, because that recently was the process over the past year to the point where, like now, myself personally, I'm in mm. that place where I was like, oh, now I feel ready to because these other things are. We need to feel like things are lined up and we've taken care of these bases. Yes. And then a woman is an addition to an already complete life. And if you have a dude who sort of thinks like the other way around, uh, they tend to be the kind that like suck off of women or lean on them and. Yeah, you know? I, I, I think like, well, I think also for this guy that offers his confusion where that's why he all of a sudden, well, sorry, I've been distant. It's right. like and she didn't even notice. Right. He's, you know, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's a little so, all over the place. He's so all over the place because he has no track. He has no path. He has no reason to be in your city. You know, right. he's there for no reason. He's there because of a girl that he followed out there. It's not even because of a career. Where's the direction? So, of course, if he can't even have that type of motivation and direction for his personal life and where that's going and has no idea if he'll be in Colorado or Kansas or Boston. Right. Well, how's he going to have any idea about you? So should you go to the concert? Is he really moving? I, I mean, if I don't think he's ever going to be more than casual with you. I think he's I think the apps offer guys an opportunity to be out there while not really being out there. Sure. So he found you on an app. You, you know, met this guy matched on Bumble. 
He was just swiping on the toilet. He found someone that was ready to fuck. Great. Went on a few dates. Then when he saw it was four dates in, he was like, Ugh, I'm you know, going to have to do shit now. You know, it's a good question for her. Yeah. Is to forget about what he's doing. Is for her to just be like, hey, what do I want in terms of consistency in a man of reciprocity? And yeah. is this person checking those boxes? And if not, move on. Yeah. I I, I mean, when people sit there and they just sit, they, they have their sort of like, you know, their, 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 their sails are flapping in the wind waiting for it to change direction so they mm-hmm. can move forward. It's like that. I don't like. I don't like being subjugated yeah. to someone else's wishy washy. Yeah, I think like if if this is a guy you have fun with, go have fun with him. But I wouldn't sit there being like, "Well, what's the next step gonna yeah. be?" No, because the, he doesn't know the next step. He's thinking about Colorado and fucking climbing the Rockies. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. He's thinking about climbing it's, the Rockies. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I like this. First date question mark with a friend. Ooh. Before we get to that, we have a sponsor, baby. Ooh, love this sponsor. This is a great sponsor with a friend. Map Mapaleem, Mapaleem, Mapaleem. Let's go to the Mediterranean. Let's take a trip, Shelby. Guys, listen up. Mapalim is making high-end products for guys with natural oils ingredients from the Mediterranean. Finally, with Mapalim, you can get luxury grooming essentials from the Mediterranean at affordable prices. All of Mapalim's products are handcrafted with natural oils and nutrients that are sourced from the region's different coasts. Italy, France, Greece, Spain, Turkey. Mediterranean locals have been using these ingredients for thousands of years. Right now, Shelby and I... We're sitting out. We have a meze platter. Delicious. A little bit. Baba ganoush, feta, grape leaves. We have some fresh hot pita that's been uh, thrown on the grill. It's got grill marks on it. This is how you want to live. Authentic. This is what they call the Mapalim lifestyle. Are you drinking a rosé? A lot of rosé. Of course you are. And it's not a sweet one. No. No, 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 no. It's got hints of grapefruit. Love it. Not strawberry. No strawberry. Tart. Cold. It's ice, ice cold without any ice. How do they and do this it? this is how you live. Take a breath. You can feel the Mediterranean air go into your lungs. <sighs> That's what it's like to use the products for Mapaline. You're living this life. I have it in my bathroom. I slap the hair stuff in my hair. I put the hair cream in. It's fixing my shitty haircut. It's helping Shelby's haircut. I take that beard oil. I just put it all over my face and body. I don't even... That's not just a beard oil. That is an everything oil. I can tell. I oil up. And it's also the look. I can't impress upon you the look. So if you have a boyfriend or a dad or whatever, a brother, you want to up their style... Up their bathroom style. That's gonna help them get get what they need. That's gonna help them get laid. Your dad's gonna get laid by mom. He's gonna mom's gonna go. Who's this man? He usually uses axe and throws some dirt on it. Mm-mm. Nah, new dad. Papa's got a new shampoo, and it's Mapaleem. So get your grooming essentials at Mapaleem.com. That's M-A-A-P-I-L-I-M.com. Promo code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. JTRAIN. And you get 10% off. 10% off your order at mapaleem.com. Promo code JTRAIN. 
and level up your grooming game. First date with a friend. Excited to hear about this. Promo code JTRAIN. As always, thanks for the pod. Your advice is always spot on and unbiased, which is why I recommend to almost everyone. Thank you. Shout out to Classic Shelb, too. I recently discovered how entertaining his photography Instagram page is. Look at that shout out. Classic Shelb on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with a little, oh, a little gun at the end. Uh, the great moment has come where I'm finally taking uh, my friend of just over a year out for drinks after work tonight. It's definitely not platonic, and we've hooked up in the past, and we have always had a flirty vibe around one another, especially leading up to tonight. It's just not what I'm used to for taking out girls I don't know from dating apps or friend-of-a-friend setups. Is there anything I should keep in mind since it's not a getting-to-know-you type of hangout, despite being our first time intentionally meeting up alone? Treat it like a first date. Treat it like a hangout. Just let the night go on and see what happens. I really outkick my coverage on this one. Fingers crossed that at the very least, it doesn't blow up in my face. P.S. Can't wait to see you when you come do a show in my city again, hopefully soon. So what do we think? I don't like the lack of confidence to begin with. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. like he's in over his head. Like that, that's, She likes him. He likes her. She's going on the date. Yeah. She, she's a, no one's going on the date if they're not already... Over 49, 51% here's one interested. Th- here's one thing we can trust. Nobody likes wasting their time. No one wants to. If they don't want something, you know, when we look at something, oh, he canceled, she canceled. Yeah, they didn't want to spend, they didn't want to take up one of the 24 hours of the day with you. Yep. So if she's there, don't ask someone why they came to the party when they're already at the party. Have a plan. I always think like he should plan. He should have a plan set where there's multiple little venues. Oh, we start off having drinks at this place. Then yep. we go have dinner. And then Travel. afterwards, here's this. You always want to have different scenarios. And uh, without being pushy, um, there's different types of dates. There's like priming dates where you're going to know someone. And then there's mm-hmm. uh, there's romantic dates where there's going to be a little bit more PC. They're uh, they're, they're going to have some drinks. It's going to probably sure. get a little physical. So he should plan for that. And he should make sure his apartment is very clean and ready to go if it goes all the way. There. Yes. I think I think everything Justin just said is correct. And I think um, I think the one thing Justin took away from it that I agree with completely is the confidence thing. Mm-hmm. Stop calling her your friend. You know, I I understand you're like, we've been friends and this is our first time going on a real date. So, you know, he even wrote, the great moment has come where I'm finally taking my friend of just over a year. Great moment, finally. There's a lot of intensity on it. Listen, dude, you were never, this was always something you've wanted to happen. Good for you. It's happening. Don't, you know, I think when you when you call it a friend, it's like, you know, you hear from girls a lot. They're like, oh, this guy called me buddy. Like, what is this? You know, it's like, yeah, own it. Own that you're there to take her out and you're and you, this is what you want. Don't don't take away from how excited you are to go and do something together. And when you say like, yeah, just going out with my friend, it kind of like tempers the whole thing sure and then on the other hand what what you have him is doing that on one side then you have the overreaction like oh my god finally and now i'm he's obviously a little nervous yes of somewhere course. in between like you know this girl you trust her you guys are comfortable yeah. around each other so you're just taking her by the hand and i'm not saying lead leading but by an inch yes your job is to facilitate a nice evening where the two of you can relax and enjoy each other's company and you can express 
your romantic feelings via words or physical touch or the nice uh, the 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 acts of kindness and chivalry that you do over the three or four hours that you should plan. Totally, this. and it's not get to know you. It's you guys have some sort of you know connection, r- co- connection and rat tat tat. Continue that. Have a couple of drinks. Loosen it up. Like Justin said, travel. So have one bar and then have another bar nearby in mind. Hey, you know, I would do I have a glass of wine. Hey, do you want to go to this other place? This one uh, seems fun. And then I would have a third place in mind that's louder. Louder and where you guys can uh, get into a booth. Yes. You want to go yes. from quiet to loud oh, on a night like this. And then you want to hopefully get back to quiet. Yes. But- Quiet to loud, back to quiet. Yes. So you want to start at quiet, then you go a little louder, then you go to the loudest place where you guys can kind of just hang out and look at other people while you maybe make out in a bar. Yes. And then it's, hey, I'm going to go home, or you want to come over, or what? maybe we'll do this another night. But not a place, and the loud place should not be a place where it's like a social event for the both of you. You what shouldn't. Do you mean? A lot of times people do that thing. It's like, oh, let's go to this bar. And then it's a place where she has all her friends are there, too. And then you're, it's like, no, no, no. Then now, this is now your it's night. not. This especially is your night together. Be, especially because you know each other. So, and especially because of this whole friend thing. You need to get out of that friend, you know, game. So if you bring, if that third place is like, and then the whole group is there. Yeah, now it's a frat party. Now, yeah, now no. you're you're just hanging with a buddy. A good thing is like a live music place where you can mingle at the bar or sit and watch that kind of thing is fun. Yes. You could also spring. You'd be like, hey, do you like live music? Oh, this is exciting. It should be a place maybe that she's also never been before. So it's got some, uh, there's some surprises in there. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Justin Silver at I am Justin Silver on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support. Super funny. Go get involved. Let's do another email. That last one was great. I like this one. Booty Call Protocol. That's the name of my new album. Justin Silver, Booty Call <laughs> Protocol. <laughs> J Train, Feather Feather, hope you're, uh, hoping you, your steam guests, and it's classic Shelby can help me out. Last summer, I met a guy. I'm 25. He's 30 on an app. We talked and hooked up casually for a few months, then he completely ghosted. Recently, he drunk texted me an emoji. It was the kissy face emoji. And I intended on ignoring him and leaving him on red. But in a weak moment, I got drunk and ended up responding a few weeks later, which reopened the line of communication. He dropped that fishing lure and she ate it right up. Last weekend when I was out, I felt impulsive and texted him the simple, want to hang out tonight. He immediately responded, yes. We ended up having some awesome, dirty sex. Nice. And I got to his office fully prepared (laughs) to suck his dick. That's right. Definitely better than it was before. Then we cuddled for a minute, talked about how great it was, and I just got dressed and went home. Any romantic feelings for him are definitely gone, but I'm still very attracted to him and can't stop replaying that night in my head. What should be my next move if I want another go? How long should I wait to reach out again? Do I have to clearly communicate that I just want to be fuck buddies or will he get only if I only communicate after 10 p.m.? Is it weird weird not to sleep over? Should I worry about him feeling used at all? Thanks for the advice. What do you think? How would you want to be courted in this scenario? As direct as possible. Because yeah. her intentions are so direct. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, if she, a lot of times with guys, it's like um, if it's coming from that direction, 
mm-hmm. and, and you don't, you know, and you guys are already just hooked up physically. Then she left, mm-hmm. and then she comes back again because she wants more. A lot of times, a guy could be oversensitive and thinking like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm careful here. I don't want to hurt this person's feelings because normally women are not direct if that's just what they want. Her being direct is going to yeah. like, let him relax a little bit. I think. I think like what you're saying is correct. Is that when a girl comes back. We don't want to do the same thing we just did before. Sure. We don't want to go on the on the merry-go-round of, you know, hookup date, hookup date. And ghost. what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Yeah. What so much about what they're This thinking? seems very... I think if you're texting after... I think also with any fuck buddies situation, you have to be okay with losing the fuck buddy at any moment. Sure. You guys... Could be walking together down a street, and then all of a sudden, you look left, you look right, he's gone. And that's kind of the reality that's been created. So if I'm you, you're texting after 10, you're not, if he can't, if he doesn't get back to you, who the fuck cares? And when he texts you after 10, if you don't get back to him, who the fuck cares? And if it works out, it works out. It's nothing, and and you have to be okay both ways. If you're texting, because I've been in this situation with uh, ladies in my life where I'll go, where it's very clear that we're just fucking. Mm -hmm. And then I'll get a text at like, you know, know, I would get a text at like 12. Hey, are you going out tonight? And I would always be like, I got shows. I won't be done until like two. Okay, let me know. And then I would go home. I'd be like, I'm not going to do this tonight. And then that could repeat itself the next weekend. No harm, no foul. Gotcha. And some girls were okay with that. Some girls would be like, what the fuck? You didn't you don't want to go out last night? It's like, no, this isn't. We don't owe each other time. Time so for I, me to get in bed. This has been fun. That's right. That's how I was, I was saying. Time for me to get in bed. I think I think you have to always remember that you don't the whole point of fuck buddy is you don't owe each other anything. Yeah, it's like a zip car. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it off, leave it. No no emotional stake in it. And if you can't keep to that, it's time to move on from it. Yeah, but I think it's also good where you have conversations. There's been plenty of times where you do that with someone a few times and then you start having the discussion whether if you're having feelings. It's good to, I think an open line of communication of intentions is always the best thing because otherwise it's, well, I thought well, this and I thought that. And the, the re- she's, she's so, there's so many different nuances to this email. She has so many questions in her own head where it's like you could see she's she's tiptoeing a little bit, where yeah. her directness with like all the tentativity in this question is like, should I text him this? Should I ask him after 10? Well, like, she, if she was a little more direct, she would get those answers I from think, him. I think you're right. And I think, um, but what I've seen happen so many times with this scenario is the girl will say, a lot of times it happens where a girl will go, well, let's just fuck. And then you'll go, great. And then a weekend will come up and she'll go, Let's do the fucking. And you go, hey, I'm not out tonight. And they go, what the fuck? And it's like, no, 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 no. You don't have that right. Mm-hmm. If 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 this is what the scenario, if this is the contracts that have been signed by so, both sides, you can't go back on that and get mad. So, I mean, like, I just see this a lot with the emails that get sent in and, like, with situations in my own life in the past where I would be like, yeah, we're, you know, Oh, cool. I want to fuck anytime. And then it's like, and then when you, t- then it becomes this thing where it's like, you keep having to be this person that's turning the person down. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're in a reality where we will, we both know we would fuck each other 
if nothing else happens for us. Sure. So I think when you sign up for a fuck buddy, you're not signing up for someone that you owe anything to. Does that make sense? hundred percent. I think it's. I think it's also. But I also think it's. What I'm saying is, she's her. She seems a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. So in, say to him, hey, so she should be a little more direct for so, herself. I mean, if she said this weekend, hey, I had so much fucking fun last time. I uh, would love to do it again. Let me know if you're out late Saturday night. That's direct. That's getting into it. Yeah. You know, if she and and that's something she should text to make herself feel better. And, and to know what the deal is. Yeah. He is going to say, totally agree, would love to. Yeah. But don't be, a f- don't be confused or take it personally if, he, if you guys never fuck again. Correct. Correct. It's not going to be about you. It's just that that scenario. It, you know, fuck buddies to me is a perfect alignment of two people who feel that is the most, the, the, there's um, it's fuck buddy to me is two people who feel that it's like the perfect like lines hitting each other on the graph of two people who are like, I had nothing better going on, you know? Yeah. It's like it's your yeah circumstances just aligned. Totally. Oh, we happen and, to be at the same coffee spot at the same time three days in a row. Look, here we go. Everything lined up. Yeah, but it's like two people who don't feel that there's anywhere else better to be. That's one aspect of it. I think you know, but if it's if they have great sex like that, then it's like uh, then it becomes more intentional. You're like, mm. damn, you know what? Like this girl's like she's a lot of fun. She's easy to be around. He like she you like each other enough where you can like, you know. Uh, want like make it more intentional. Yes, which is why I think she should just be direct about it with the guy. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. We got one more sponsor, people. Oh, this one might help you out for meeting up with that fuck buddy. Blowfish, blowfish. The older I get, the rougher my hangovers are getting. I went out hard the other night. I, I so I am a drinker. I've been taking some time off of the booze. Um. And I've been using Blowfish for hangovers. And it is the only hangover product with a formulation that's recognized by the FDA as safe and effective. That is right. Okay, people? Listen. And it gets to work fast in about 15 minutes. Just drop two blowfish tablets in water and drink up when the fizzling stops. It's a combination of aspirin and caffeine, but the magic is effervescence. So it works twice as fast as regular pills. Plus, the caffeine in blowfish is much, much gentler on your stomach than coffee. And about at about $1 a hangover, stocking up is pretty much a no-brainer. So listen, I love I love. Blowfish, because especially this time of year, you're going to happy hours. You're going out. You're going on weekend trips. There's not a lot of time where you're like, I want to sit in my apartment with the with the window shades drawn. You and I, buddy, we're we're a big we're a big ice in the rose glass. Love ice. Late late night. That's right. No shame. No shame. (laughs) Just getting after it. And you know you want to have your day. 
Yes. Especially if you're going traveling on a weekend, doing a beach weekend. Oh. You don't want to miss a day. I hate the hangover on a sunny day. No. And, and plus, it's um, got a money back guarantee. If this doesn't work for you better than a greasy egg sandwich and a Gatorade, they will give you your money back. The worst feeling in the world is going out and searching for a hangover cure while you're already hungover. So get your supply of blowfish today. It's like having hangover insurance. And I know, and if I know my audience, you're going to need it. I can tell. So right now, they're offering our listeners 20% off. That's 2-0. 20% off for hangovers.com slash JTrain. Did I get that right? For hangovers.com slash JTrain. F-O-R hangovers.com slash JTrain. That's 20% off your first order of blowfish for F-O-R hangovers.com slash jtrain for hangovers.com slash jtrain for 20% off let's do one more email we got time Shelby we got time <clears throat> let's do one it one more email yes let's do it Justin Silver at I am Justin Silver go I like this one I hooked up with my best guy friend, and he freaked out, and I don't know what to do. Ooh, he freaked out. Freaked out. Here we go. What's up, Jared? I'm a huge fan, and you're my go-to guy for advice. Sorry for the drunk DMing you with my girlfriends on the weekends. Uh, We can't wait for your live show. Okay. That's great. They drunk DM'd you? It happens more than I'd like to admit. Need your help. I recently hooked up with one of my best guy friends. We've been best friends for the past five years, but a lot less close over the past year. When we met, we became friends instantly and got close quickly. Baby, lock the door and turn the lights down low. (laughs) He was single and I had a boyfriend at the time. We talked about everything, constantly texting and hanging out alone, completely just friends. When things started going south with my boyfriend, I started uh, going to him drunk for a random makeout or two. We never really addressed it and always ignored it and acted more normal. Now we see each other out and occasionally reach out, but we don't talk like we used to. I continued to date my boyfriend until last year. I cheated with this same friend. So she cheated with him. We didn't have sex, but we both woke up and freaked out. I would admit to initiating it as uh, admit to initiating it as a confrontation of a con- confirmation of my unhappiness in my relationship, but alcohol is highly to blame. Mm. We talked about the incident and agreed not to tell anyone after I broke up with my boyfriend and have become single since. I told my friend about the breakup when I saw him next, but didn't go out of my way to inform him. We continued to run into each other per usual, and nothing changed. A few months later, the same incident happened. We this time had sex. And the same freak out and shock occurred the following morning. He took all the blame after I pointed the finger very deservingly for details I won't get into, but proceeded to say he was so wasted and he didn't remember a single thing and didn't think he wanted uh, would do with this in an es- this and essentially offered me off- and essentially o- offended me by his reaction. 
I was also wasted again, and alcohol highly to blame here. We <laughs> maybe it's time to stop drinking a little bit. Yeah, but we talked so about uh, out the next morning and addressed all the weirdness uh, that had happened throughout our friendship. He said he loved me, and I'm one of his closest friends. And said this happened, and he wants to forget about it and move on. I felt good about the convo, and still feel embarrassed about how much he freaked out and don't know how to act around him moving forward. Considering we aren't actually best friends anymore and only talk when we see each other out, why is he telling me he loves me and he's just trying? He wants to be normal? Is he just trying to get me to leave him alone? Is, co- is it common for people to accidentally have sex with their best friend? Why is this happening? Attached a picture from the night we hooked up to rule out that I'm not just an ugly best friend, best girlfriend. P.S. We should probably just stop blacking out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we think? She's cute. Let me see. She's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Get your shit together and I'll date you. There she is. On the oh. left. Yeah, she's cute. You Thank date you. her? Um, there I'm, she is. Not there, with, I mean, him. she's a... She's a she's a lush. No, <laughs> so, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. There's the dude. He seems like a nice guy. He's good looking. Whatever. Yeah. So what do we think? Uh, what do we think happened? I got a little lost on the first part of the story. I got, I got a little. Can you just so, give, me, give me the overview? Here's just the overview. She meets uh, last five years. She's basically best friends with this guy. She had a boyfriend the whole way. So she cheated on her boyfriend with him with this guy. Then they, when they cheated, he freaked out, but then she had the boyfriend, so she didn't really have to think about this freak out. Then she breaks up. He freaks out again. She's kind of offended by it, and now he's saying he loves her, and he wants to, you know, why is she, why is he telling me that he loves me and wants to be normal? Yeah. Why, he does, nobody wants an enemy. No. Nobody is sitting out there being like, I hope there's a bunch of people who fucking hate me because we had sex when we were blackout drunk. This so- guy was your friend. I mean, if we want to look farther back, he was your friend five years ago because he was attracted to you. Sure. And I and I don't mean that as guys and girls can't be friends. I'm just saying you had the boyfriend. He became friends with you because he was attracted. Your conversations were easy. You were someone that was easy for him to talk to. That was a cute girl. That's how it goes. I have, I have plenty of very, very close female friends I've never slept with any of the ones that I'm just friends with. Yeah. Never. And 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 the reason he freaked out the first time is because okay, you know, m- murders happen between lovers and and uh, exes. That you know, you nobody wants to be the guy that fucked up a relationship that has some dude out there that wants to fucking kill him cuz he slept with his girlfriend. Sure. So the first time you hooked up, he freaked out. He was like, "Oh my god, you know, and also he knows that there's a big group of friends that he'd also like to hook up with that are actually available. So he knows that you're going to go and tell friends and then whatever. Second time you hook up, he freaks out because you're recently out of a relationship. It's not casual anymore. Now this is real. Now you're actually an option. So now the freak out is even worse because he's like, fuck, I've really dug myself a hole. This girl's going to want to date me. That's what he's thinking. Possibly. You also have three. You also have three. Th- you have circumstantial things that create l- more instability. You have the alcohol, which is like the a big, alcohol. How drunk you're getting, and how this is all just like a repercussion of blackouts. It's one thing mm. if you've had a few drinks, but if you're blacking out and this is happening consistently, that that would stress me out too. That from, from a lot of anxiety. Either. Yeah, I'd have a lot of anxiety. And about that. especially, you know, and now you're getting offended by it because you don't have the boyfriend anymore. That's a big part of this. Sure. Before you had the boyfriend, so you could go, well, someone loves me. You know, fuck this guy. 
now you have no boyfriend, so he's freaking out, and you're going, well, what's wrong with me? I'm not someone worth... And he just wants to smooth it out. He knows this won't be a relationship. He knows he's going to have to see you again, so he's just letting you know, hey, I do have love for you. I enjoy spending time around you. Us having sex, probably not the right decision for both of us going forward. And to a certain extent, that's I, I kind of agree. I agree. You're a cute girl. You're gonna find other people. That's not the, the if, problem. If they were really, if this is meant to be, they'll, they'll it'll be sober. It will. Yeah. It'll be like you know what? They'll just be like, hey, uh, this will be obvious and above board that the two of them want to spend time sure. together, and it won't just be hinging on um, how much alcohol they've had. It's some but circumstance. I, I love this email because it's very female to me. Where like women only operate in black and white. It's very tough for them to operate in the gray. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys will go, yeah, we used to have sex, and you know, she's whatever. I think she's cool, whatever. You know, you do find guys that are like ultimately offended, but like I'm saying, like kind of in the middle of this stuff, where it's like, if I get a lot of these emails from women, well, they'll write to me and they'll go, well, does he hate me or does he love me? And it's right. like neither. <laughs> you know, like he's fine with you yeah he likes you and he's a and this guy's specifically a little emotional yeah and he's also in a, operating out of a blackout yeah so he this guy's saying yeah he does have love for you he enjoys your company but it, you know he looks back at it and goes yeah we probably aren't the best to be fucking and it can't it doesn't have to be love or hate it can be people will have lots of men will have sex with you that think you're just fine Sure. And and that's a tough pill to swallow. I get why that is. Because in the, you know, you want it to be romantic and all that. And I know this is like, this is more practical than anything else. You're a guy. He's a, you know, she's a girl. You're a guy. You both want to feel loved. You both want to be cuddling with someone. You're in your 20s. You got a little drunk. You fucked. He freaked out. He came back. He goes, I just want us to be cool. Why would you want to be cool? Because... Men don't operate in this world where they have enemies. No. Like the life cycle of a female friendship is, is, is like wild to me. The amount of times you hear about women, they're like, well, we don't speak anymore. There's no one. There's, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's a group of men that I don't speak to anymore. There's one. I used to be best friends with. There's one and it was a business partner and it was like, it was a business falling out. Sure. And I would gladly take the guy's call in a second and have lunch with him and be excited to see him. Exactly. Do you know, but do you, how many women do you know that are like, well, I don't talk to her. I mean, I'm raised by women. So I have my mother, my aunts, my sisters. (laughs) There's like constant. And then they commiserate together on who we are not talking to. Yes. (laughs) I I mean, we are not like our tribe is not talking to that tribe anymore. I'm like, Exactly. Really? Because I'm seeing them on Thursday. Exactly. Like, oh, well, are you with them now, not us? So when it comes to relationships, <laughs> it's like this weird thing because men are men and women are dealing with each other. It's not just two women that are like, we don't speak anymore. It's a guy going, yeah, we're cool. And you going, well, why don't you hate me? You know, it's like, no, no, no. I We fucked once and I freaked out. I fucked up. I'm just going to be normal about this. Yeah. And I don't, I know this sounds like a, like a, it's it's not anti-women. It's just one of these no, things you know that what? comes up again and again where it's like, you know, they're like, well, does he does he want to be together or not? And it's like maybe it's somewhere in between. You know what it is? It's it's limbic. 
you know, you have your prefrontal cortex, and then you have your like sort of chimpanzee inside of you. Sure, just like you I, said, I don't like, know that. But no, yeah. I'm just saying it's the animal. Like men are trying to be like, hey, we're trying to be cool. Like you were saying, like circumstance. We don't want enemies. We're trying to be cool with everybody. Yeah. Be like, all right, that's something we can work out. So there's not a war here in the yes. jungle. Yes, like yes. our <laughs> thing is to be like, you know, let me just make sure. Let me smooth this out. We're always looking to sort of seek the higher ground with that. Sure, because you can't afford to be like, no, we're not talking anymore. It's like, well, now we have territorial lines here, and, and now, now we I, have to. I can't hunt. In your part of the forest, right? That's, yeah. but it, it, it's limp. That's interesting. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so I, I think that email centers a lot around that, where it's like, you know, oh, he, now he says he loves me. And it's like he doesn't love you like your mom. Loves like, you. I love you. He loves yeah, you the way he, I love you. Yeah, Jared. yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> we're gonna be cool forever. You know, uh, Justin Silver. Thank you for coming on, dude. This is so fun. Great to I have love, you. I love doing this. Fantastic. Show. At I am Justin Silver. Go follow. Go support. Go find his podcast. No disrespect. Go get after it. Hilarious. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. Tuesdays and Fridays. We're here with you every single week. Spread the word. Coworker, family, friend, anyone with ears, we'll take them. Make it your Instagram stories. We'll be back next episode. Boom.